Welcome to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. I'm your host, Kristen Thomas. I'm a certified sex coach and clinical sexologist based in Kansas City. And I just love to talk to people about what goes on in their sex lives and relationships. I also enjoy good conversation about love, heartache, activism, or making change in the world. Be warned, you should probably be 18 and over and probably listening on your headphones. Thanks for tuning in. I'm so glad that you're joining me for what I feel is a very special episode of Keep Them Coming. I got the chance to finally interview my mentor from Sex Coach U, Dr. Patty Britton. She has become pivotal in helping me change my life and build my business. I mean, she is responsible for creating the program along with her late partner, Dr. Robert Dunlap. That taught me everything I know about sexology. Okay, well, not everything. I mean, I knew some things and I've read some things, but you get what I mean. Sex Coach You is why I am here today. I hope something you take from this as you're listening to her words. Uh, hopefully you just feel like I'm a very good student because I bet if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, some of the things she says you have heard me say, especially things like pleasure is your birthright. I've blown some of y'all's minds with that because not a lot of people have heard that, but once you do, it feels so powerful. You're like, oh, it is. It is my birthright to be able to experience pleasure and pleasure can have a very wide variety of meanings, okay? It's not one size fits all. Dr. Patty's probably one of the most interesting people that I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. I got to meet her for the first time in person in 2017 when I went out for my SAR, which is the uh, conference, basically the, the workshop, I should say, that sexologists attend so that they can really get in tune with what what do they, what populations, what types of things do they want to work with? What are they not interested in working with? Checking in with that value system and really understanding the why behind why you may feel a certain way about things. It was truly one of my favorite experiences of my life. Plus it was just a like wild ass weekend. I mean, <laughs> my first time in LA was oh, probably one of the most memorable trips that I ever had in my life. Speaking of that weekend, I referenced it in my latest pitch article. It's up now online at thepitch.com. It was about my experience at the Strand Theater. I really, I enjoyed writing this one. Um, I appreciate some of the folks who have reached out and said they enjoyed this article. Uh, I'm getting a lot of really good feedback. So I would appreciate it if y'all would either pick up a copy on newsstands now or check my socials, check the links in my bios go to thepitch.com, whatever, uh, check the show notes. I'll put a link in there for you too. Or you can get on my email newsletter. I always send them out once they are available digitally. You can subscribe to my safe for work or my not safe for work email list. Just go to my website. Again, go to my socials and check the links in my bio or send me an email, Kristen at openthedoorscoaching.com. Let me know which one you want to be on. I definitely recommend a personal email address with low filters for the Dirty Bird email newsletter. My next workshop is coming up on March 29th at 7.30 Central. If you're listening to this before then, you can check the show notes for a link to tickets on my website or just go to openthedoorscoaching.com and look for the workshops tab. Again, if you join my email newsletter, you'll be kept up to date as to how you can get hold of those. This workshop is going to be Cliteracy 102 and that is for clit lovers. Not clit owners, clit lovers. If your partner has a clitoris and you want to learn to stimulate it even better than you already do, or maybe you feel like a novice and you'd rather be a master of that clit, this workshop is for you. Hope to see you there. All right, on with the show. I am incredibly honored today because I have one of my mentors, Dr. Patty Britton joining me today. I have talked about her plenty, even on a recent podcast. Dr. Patty, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. You know what? I have been looking forward to this because you are one of our absolutely star graduates from Sex Coach U. So thank you for inviting me. Oh, I, thank you so much. You just don't know how much that really truly means to me because I look up to you so very much. So, so very much. 
Oh. Listeners, let me tell you a little bit about Dr. Patty. She is a clinical sexologist and a sexuality educator like I am, but she is the mother of sex coaching. Okay. She is a world leader in sexology. She's an author, a speaker, trainer, workshop leader. She hosts DVDs for couples sexual enhancement. I've got a stack of them on the shelf behind me. Um, and she's very sought after as a speaker for summits, TV shows, documentaries, podcasts, um, yes. and, and magazines. <laughs> I see her all the time in my uh, sexual health magazine that I read that Satisfyer sends out. She's one of the regular contributors in there. She does private virtual practice, and she is the co-founder of Sex Coach U, where I, as she said, got my credentials. That's right. She's also got a saucy podcast called Your Boomalicious Life that is aimed at elevating the lives of boomers around the world. So, uh, again, Dr. Patty, you are one of my favorite human beings, and oh. I feel I feel so happy to be graced by your presence. Oh, Kristen, you, you know, you graduated a little while ago and Sex Coach You began uh, on a, (laughs) I'm just thinking back to the origins of it. Dr. Robert Dunlap, who passed away unexpectedly, actually, in 2017, and I co-founded this organization, this global training entity and Mm -hmm. the World Association of Sex Coaches.org. And, you know, we did it when you can go to GoDaddy and you could buy a URL and you could get on and buy this little web builder thing. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget one weekend in the, in the depths of summer up in Lake Arrowhead at a cabin that Robert owned, we sat at our dining room table and we built two websites and we, we just were so passionate and inspired about bringing the book alive which the art of sex coaching, which was mm-hmm. published in 2005, God, it's just centuries ago. And, and it was this little idea, right? Like, why don't we train a few people and we'll do it online. It's cutting edge. And, and look where we are today. We're in 80 countries. We've graduated amazing people like you, although you are at the, you are the creme de la creme. Aww. I want you to hear that. And we, we have 150 active students right now from all over. That's incredible. Isn't that amazing? I love that. I've definitely referred people. I've got a a link in my flow code that I've got on my social media and want to become a sex coach. And I've got a link in there for people. Very good. I love telling people about, and I meet with people even locally. I have coffees with people. I have people reach out who are students. Oh gosh, that reminds me. I think I've got a gal I need to email who sent me an Instagram message lately wanting to know more. (laughs) (laughs) I love telling them about being a sex coach. And I, I also come from a place of abundance. I think that we could have tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of sex coaches around the world. And there would still be plenty of people to help. Oh my, you, you really, you know, you, you've landed on something that evokes my passion. Part of what gets me up in the morning is knowing how much the world needs sexual healing. And what I have coined it as sexual wellness, the whole person Mm -hmm. needs to be well. We have, we're born really entitled with this birthright. I call it your divine birthright Mm -hmm. to experience ultimate pleasure and fulfillment and wholeness about who you are and how you choose to express yourself as a sexual being. And I know you, you agree with that. And it's, Mm -hmm. you know, we're living in a time right now as we're recording this and this, this is a recording. Everybody knows Mm -hmm. that, um, that we're, (laughs) it's such a strain time right now. We're all crawling out of two years of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. We now have a new strain that's going to keep happening probably forever. We have a war in Eastern Europe, that is Mm -hmm. terrifying and tragic in terms of humanitarian concerns. And at the same time, while that is all going on kind of at the global level, we are seeing the erosion of sexual rights and sexual freedoms. And I'm going to say it, particularly in the United States of America, we are doing a really bad job here 
of elevating people towards sexual wholeness and wellness and their rights, their rights to comprehensive sex education, their rights to terminating a pregnancy if they choose to, their rights to sexual health care, just mm-hmm. sexual health care, whatever oh. kind of sexual health care it is. Yeah. You know, all of it, STI prevention. It, it's just, it's a really dark time right now politically and therefore in terms of our sexual health. Yes. I mean, I live in Missouri. We're the ones who had a state legislator introduce legislation to make it illegal to abort an ectopic pregnancy. I read that uh-huh. this week. Mm-hmm. I've called tears, his office. Okay. Tears rolled down my face. Mine too, Dr. Patty, because my mother had her first ectopic pregnancy when I was, I believe about four and a half and I'll get choked up just talking about it. And another one, when I think I was seven, the first one almost killed her and I'm the one that found her and she was minute, she was minutes away from bleeding to death. Exactly. Had her doctor had to make the decision between saving her life and facing prosecution. What could that choice have meant for my life? Wow. No, so I have the chills listening to you. You know, what we're talking about is so important. And I can talk for hours and days about (laughs) healthy sexuality and happy relationships and all Mm -hmm. that. But this is the underpinnings of the world in which we operate, the world in which we all live and need to thrive. We're all human beings. And we're all, my opinion, we're all innately sexual beings. And we Mm -hmm. have a right to be healthy. We have a right to express that in any way we choose appropriately with consent, all that good stuff, good stuff. But when we talk about uh, this moralistic criminalization of health, it gets my blood boiling. And, you know, and I I think I can be open about my political views because they have to with rights. And I'm a former member of the advisory committee of the World Association for Sexual Health, the global tent under which all of the organizations in the world um, really fulfill their goals toward the Mm -hmm. advocating for sexual health and sexual rights all over the world. I was in the leadership there. And, you know, these, these are rights that we're talking about. And this idea of criminalization of a a woman's right to choose, for example, a first trimester abortion to terminate an unwanted pregnancy, there are consequences. This is not a light decision. Like, should I get acrylic nails put on? This is a deep human personal decision and it's her body and it's her destiny. Mm-hmm. And to invade upon that and to criminalize health care. And then when you talk about this, oh, this ectopic pregnancy, it's, it's worse in some mm-hmm. ways mm-hmm. because lives really, truly are threatened. And, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm older. I grew up in the, I grew up in the sixties and seventies and my mother, my own mother was a freedom fighter for women's rights to an early safe abortion. I remember her getting in caravans with her, I don't know, Pontiac station wagon and and taking young women across the border to New York state where it was legal at that time. And I had friends in college who nearly died at the hands of back alley abortion mm-hmm. providers. And that, this is not a cliche. This is real. I can yeah. tell story upon story. And one day I will in my memoir, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. this is criminal to criminalize health. And, yes. and it's really also against women. Let's just say it out loud. Yeah. You know, women are Absolutely. not regarded. We live in such a sexist, racist nation right now. I did not think we'd get into this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> this is what my podcast is usually about, Dr. Patty. Okay. Quite truly, like uh, there's, there's very few episodes that we don't get into activism in some way, shape or form. So you are amongst good company here. Yeah. And everybody, (laughs) you know, it's very important to understand that our sexuality is natural and, and a healthy part of who we are as humans. And we really need to be able to be that, to be all that in a safe environment. And the context of society is part of what makes it a safe environment among other things. Absolutely. Well, we okay. Let also- me put the tissues away. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and, and 
We also both believe in something that I hope the listeners have heard me say plenty of times that there is no true sexual liberation without social, racial, and economic justice. That That's correct. It's all tied in because in, unless there's justice for one, there's not justice for all, like all of us. Mm, you know, it's beautiful. When, I love it. And especially when it comes to sexual expression and pleasure, the idea that only only some people get to decide what is right and what is okay. Yeah. Like mm, when you start actually putting it up to people going like, yeah, but who decided that? Who decided that what's right or wrong? Who decided what's okay for you to do? They never have an answer. And then they start to get it. They really start to understand what society has implanted upon them. Yes. There's a lot of work out there, folks. So any of you yes. <laughs> want to do this work and, and really, you know, sex coaching isn't just advocacy. However, I'm so proud of you to know that you've taken this open stand as an advocate for what we're talking about, because really a lot of what my mission in the world has been is to train as many competent, caring, and therefore becoming credentialed professionals who really want to bring their clients into sexual wholeness or wellness or healing Mm -hmm. or pleasure, which is a part of health. Hello, everybody. Pleasure is a part of health. But it's not so much about training people to be advocates. It's training people to be really brilliant um, educators and guides and facilitators and clinicians. That's really what sex coaches are. We're, we're really high level specialty clinicians who know how to get right to the heart of the matter or another part of the body, the matter, um, and, and, and really help that client unblock themselves and move toward freedom. Don't you agree? That's a beautiful way to explain it. Absolutely. Freedom. That's what we're, we're freedom fighters. Yes. Yes. I'm going to take that moniker on with, with pleasure from now on. You know, I was thinking about too, as you're talking about pleasure being your birthright, I can't count the number of times that I have said that to someone and either watched their mind completely explode or, or said that on a podcast to a guest and like, Oh my God, I've never, yes, I've never heard that before. (gasps) And it, they, that you can hear them feeling it in their bones, but yeah. people who have never really taken that on before that getting them to accept that pleasure truly is their birthright can be mind altering for some people. Well, and if we look at the history around sex and sexuality for, you know, so many millennia, sex was either for procreation or something else power mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever yeah. we want to yes. call it. i mean mm-hmm. you and i know as as sex coaches and sexologists that our clients will tell us we don't impose on them our values but they'll tell us what is the meaning of sex for you mm-hmm. and sometimes it's what was the meaning yesterday okay and what was the meaning today and they're different is mm-hmm. it for feeling your your oats is it for being playful is it for showing a deep intimacy is it for love is it for lust is it for tension release or stress release? Mm-hmm. Is it to, to know who you truly are? Is it a sacred experience where you connect with the divine or God or goddess? What is it? What is the meaning for you? And lots of times it really is about feeling our power and our pleasure. They go, they really go hand in hand, don't they? Absolutely. Empowerment. Yes. Oh gosh. When, when that moment, when you know that you have helped a client connect with pleasure on a a deeper level than they've ever done it before. And the the power that seems to be unlocked, it's like they level up. Yes. Yes. And you know, I've had a lot of clients, I'm sure you've encountered this as well, who don't have pleasure, who don't know pleasure, at least pleasure through erotic behavior or sensual behavior or sexual behavior, or one of the three. And Often what I have to do as their sex coach or guide is give them an assignment with their permission, of course, Mm -hmm. to keep a pleasure log, you know, like I'll say, okay, I want you to, you know, you can use your smartphone app and notes, or you can get a little notebook you carry in your bag. And every time you experience pleasure, write that down. And then they come back a week later and they go, there's nothing on it. I went, "Uh huh? Yeah. Hello. (laughs) Mm -hmm. How can we begin to fill it in? 
you know, that becomes a way to establish a pathway toward pleasure. And sometimes just opening us up to a, it's like, don't think of a red Cadillac. Well, what do you start seeing all the time? Red Cadillacs. Although, <laughs> frankly, I haven't seen a red Cadillac in a really long time. Not a, you're you're going to see one now. It's red Tesla. Yeah, right. <laughs> I live in Teslaville. But there's something so magical almost about saying, wake up to pleasure. Open yourself up to it. You know, what's the name of your business? Open the doors, go to. Mm-hmm. Open up the door to pleasure. Because pleasure is a gateway for so many things. And pleasure is essential for us to thrive. One of our um, speakers at our webinars at Sex Coach U, one of the ways we enhance and enrich the curriculum big time, as you know, mm-hmm. is um, Stella Resnick. And Stella Resnick is a very renowned sex therapist and gestalt therapist and author and trainer. And her first book was called The Pleasure Zone. All of her work in decades have been as an advocate to wake up to pleasure as part of health, as part of our humanity. And mm-hmm. her latest book, Body to Body Intimacy, is really the integration of so many things that are now like movements and trends, whether it's neuroscience or neurobiology or psychobiology or flow concept, positive psychology, because I could go on and on. She integrates all these really cool things, kind of like science and practice in one, but pleasure is at the center of it. And this is what we all need to wake up to in our lives, especially as we're living with so much stress and PTSD. Do you agree with that? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Speaking of books, you've written a few books yourself. Mentioned earlier, The Art of Sex Coaching, which is really one of the foundational parts of like our education. We've worked through that as well as other books. Uh, we've also written a book about how to have a successful SAR. Yeah. And... Well, see, so you did a, was it sensual massage for dummies? A very close. They oh, wouldn't so like close. that, but yes. An idiot's guy, you know. The, idiot's the guy, two, that's it. The two <laughs> companies, their series are rivaled. Ooh, dummies sorry about that. Idiots. Oh, no, it's hilarious. I could care less. Um, what I care about is that, I'll tell you a funny story. So <laughs> for all of you listening, this might be entertaining as well. So. I live in Los Angeles. Before that, I lived in New York as an adult and they're media hubs, right? And Mm -hmm. I've done a lot of media. I've been on like over 200 TV shows and stuff like that because I like it and I'm good at it. And I've lived in these hubs where they they need you to come on and be the expert voice. Mm -hmm. So in LA, uh, there was a show on NBC called um, The Other Half. And it was actually the guy's side of The View. And it was Danny Bonaducci. <laughs> and I remember that, um, I remember that right, show. Dick, Dick Clark, Danny Bonaducci, and a couple other guys. And they were great. Mm-hmm. And some and I went on and you know, I did this show once and they're like, oh my God, we love you. Will you come back? I lived in the area, like, sure, I'll come back. So I think I did 13 episodes, which is almost a whole season. I did it a lot. And one of them, there was a couple who were on the verge of divorce. And they were so angry at each other and they were sexless and they had all the stuff that people talk about when you need a sex coach. So they're the guests, Mm -hmm. they're on this bed (laughs) on a TV set with all the guys around like, Dr. Patty, go fix them. So I did, I went over and I talked to them and I gave them all these great tools and techniques. And I got to know the woman in the green room after and she said, oh, I adore you. And she had this great British accent. And she said, oh, I hope we can, I hope we can have coffee one day, dear. And I said, let's do that. We're, you know, we're local. Mm-hmm. And he went on his merry way because they were fighting. Well, it ended up, they broke up, they split up, they divorced, but she and I became friends. And lo and behold, very shortly after coffee, let's say, I was invited to write this book, The Complete Idiot's Guide to Sensual Massage. And I said to the agent, I don't do massage. Why are you asking me? I don't know. I'm a sex expert. I don't know from massage. 
And she said, no, no, you don't get it, you know, blah, blah, blah. So I said, but I do know somebody who knows massage because this woman was a massage therapist and a really great one. And we aligned our perspectives on wellness, included our spirituality, energy flow, the sensuous part, the sacred part, the playful part, all the good stuff, right? So that book, The Complete Idiot's Guide to Sensual Massage, was written in like eight weeks in my, in my apartment in Los Angeles with Helen sitting on the little couch in my office while I'm typing at my computer and Dr. Robert is her subject. So oh. she's yelling at me, okay, let's talk about the four strokes I've just invented on Robert. Hold still, Robert. And then she'd push and she'd push and he'd go, yes, that's it. <laughs> and they'd yell at me and say, did you get that? Type that, get that. <laughs> so that's how the book got written. And he did all the photos. <laughs> it's really, it was so much fun. So that book, is actually misnamed it's really a book about sensual touch mm. and it's really a book on touch mm -hmm. per se and how to open up all your senses and it's a book on foreplay mm -hmm. and that's a word that a lot of sexuality experts poo poo they say oh don't say foreplay it puts too much pressure on sexual penetration or sexual intercourse and i say you don't understand foreplay. Foreplay doesn't mean before necessarily. It's a way to define certain actions like kissing, like sensual massage, like stroking, like giving your partner a bath or caressing their face or giving them a head massage, all that kind of great stuff, right? Doesn't yeah. that feel great? Doesn't that sound like, yes. Or setting the environment so that you get the... <laughs> You first of all get the dog out of the bed. Everybody listening, if you've got a dog sleeping <laughs> between the two mm -hmm. of you, get mm -hmm. that out of there. That's rule number one. But also make your environment be sensual, be opening of the senses. And it can go on and on and on. So this was really such a fun book because it was a it was a way to help people look at all of the potential for sensual awakening and pleasure and connection and foreplay as a way to define what most couples need, not just in the beginning of a sexual act, but as the booster, as the way to reinvigorate what is happening in a sexual act. Sex is not a flat line. It's a wave, everybody and, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're sold this ridiculous bill of goods, especially people who aren't well read or have never spoken to someone like you or me. And they think, oh, it's what we see in the movies or on certain TV shows. And it's, it's really not. There are certainly some documentary-like presentations about sex, but a lot of what we see is sugar-coated. And certainly what I always say to my clients, especially the guys, porn is not a documentary okay <laughs> if we could just get that into our heads and get off the computer and get back to human touch we'd be a lot better off hallelujah yeah <laughs> well so you've written a few books i'm curious now you have done a lot of really amazing things in your life but you are about to make some changes you've announced your retirement and I am, I'm really curious, like what, what is coming for you? What, what have you planned out some things that you want to do as you retire from sex coach? You like, will you, you mentioned a memoir, are you going to write any other books? Like what's next for you, Dr. Patty? Well, thank you. Thank you for asking. And I'm retiring from sex coach. You, I'm not retiring from work. Mm -hmm. I, I feel very strongly that there are eras in one's life and in one's career. And uh, I may not look or sound it. However, in November of 2021, I turned 75 years young. And that's a big number to wake you up. <laughs> you go, yeah. holy, you know what? How'd that happen? <laughs> there must be a math error here. And so that's really what precipitated my looking at what, uh, what I'm doing in terms of what I'm creating in the world, I, I'm someone who is driven by my visions. I'm a manifester. I'm driven by my vision and I'm driven to service. I want to serve the world. I want to 
want to help the world just like you do. And we've already said how much we need sexual healing in the world. I also at Sex Coach U, when we began it, we didn't have the, the third leg of the stool or the, the support mechanism there. We were teaching people sexology, you know, how to help around human sexuality issues. We're teaching people coaching how to do it in this beautiful way. Mm-hmm. However, we didn't have the business side and I am in love with business. I, it is so fun, mm-hmm. so exciting. Teaching someone how to be a successful entrepreneur is really something that has evoked my new passion. And that's the third part of the program at Sex Coach U. So one of the projects coming up is that um, there's probably going to be a workbook or a book coming out of how to have an entrepreneurial business as a sexuality professional. Don't just be a sex coach. And I've got a... (laughs) I don't do anything small. So I have a triple memoir project, a memoir (gasps) trilogy. And um, funny, I I just, I did some writing this morning before I kind of jumped into my work day. And I'm just remembering all these really cool stories of what happened as a child. Everything relates in this memoir to sexuality. And it's kind of like the trajectory of how this person, Patty, became Dr. Patty, yet stayed Patty all, all the way through. And so it's, it's a really interesting lo- line to pull through. And just amazing memories are coming to me personally and professionally that I'll be sharing some of them, you know, really interesting stories. And then I've already started work on a documentary of my life and career with a production company outside of Los Angeles. And travel. I really want to travel. And, and I don't know what other books, uh, you know, one never knows. Uh, mm. I have my, my vision is certain that this memoir trilogy definitely is on the agenda. My mm. life story, my daughter's life story. My daughter lived for 20 years with full HIV AIDS mm-hmm. and died of it. And I want to tell her story. I've actually written that book. I just haven't released it. Mm. And another book about Robert, uh, who was a clinical sexologist and a Hollywood actor and documentary filmmaker. He was a pretty cool dude. Um, But I want to talk about how boomers don't plan around death and dying, how I'm a boomer. Our generation is in denial that we're ever going to die. We're going to stay young, kick and scream into the night. That's not reality. And so I want to be a voice for that. And, um, you know, that, that's part of where I'll be going. I'm not leaving Sex Coach U until June of 2023. So mm-hmm. giving my notice was really for our last cohort, which mm-hmm. was amazing. And they have until 531, 2023 to complete their studies. Uh-huh. <laughs> that yeah. is a hard line. And I decided that I want to open up a mastermind program. Hmm, so okay. people who are listening, people who are out there in the world who are already working with clients with a sexuality related issue, that's the, that's the center of this is it's all about sex and sexuality. Mm-hmm. I'm offering a one-year program as a mastermind where live I'll be sitting in a room, Zoom room with a very small group and really powering people up clinically and for business and bonding. Those are, those are extraordinary opportunities. I'm in my own mastermind. It's changed my life. So that's, what's on the docket. And, um, travel is definitely something I enjoy it. I think travel expands us as human beings. It gives us new perspectives. It Mm -hmm. shakes us up, makes us question things. It puts us in that state of fear and excitement. Yes. (laughs) Right. And every sister goes, ah, what do I do now? Ooh, what do I do now? And I love it. I just love it. I and do too. I love too. It's time for a quick break. I promise it'll just be a minute. So stay tuned. I'll be right back after a few words that help me get paid. I've been at 26 countries and 44 <gasps> states. Wow. Yeah, I've done a lot of travel, some for work, a lot for pleasure. But yeah, I mean, I've been to like India and the Canary Islands and 
Ethiopia and South Africa and um, a lot of places in Europe. Wow. So I do. I love that sensation of being somewhere and you walk up to someone and they don't really, you have to ask them if they speak your language. I like that. Actually. <laughs> I like that. Like slight so... bit of fear sometimes that you have at a situation, yes. the un- unease and just having to kind of breathe through it. Oh, I really admire what you said. And I, I, it's funny on my, on my smartphone, I keep in the notes section, a list of the countries I've visited. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It, I have so. an app on my phone that keeps track. I have a map on my wall that keeps track. <laughs> I have this app really? called, called, you have an app called Ben, B-E-E-N. And I just went through and tapped all the countries that I've been to. Ah, and I'm going to get it. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> yes. And, you know, for those of you listening, travel also is part of almost Eros, E-R-O-S. It's almost a way to wake up your erotic energy as well. Mm-hmm. Because erotic energy is the energy of anticipation. Erotic energy, this is back to foreplay. Erotic energy is the is is that excitement, is that on the edge of not knowing, mm-hmm. is that opening yourself up to something unexpected or something new and different, which also activates our dopamine receptors in the brain. And that's part of what creates desire and arousal. Yes. <laughs> yes. Thank you so, so much for that beautiful explanation of that, because I talk to people all the time about how a vacation can 100% rejuvenate you. And I don't, I don't mean save your marriage. If you're on the, if you're wondering about whether or not your marriage is salvageable, like that's just what therapy is for, not a vacation. Um, But if you're just feeling like, gosh, I really, we love each other, but we're just in the rut. We are not where we should be, where we want to be, whatever, a vacation you've got the shared anticipation building up to the vacation where you're talking about the potential shared experiences you'll have and the things that you'll see. And you do need at least seven days. That's actually what studies have shown is enough time for your brain to sort of shut off from home mode and really get into vacation mode and actually have time to enjoy it. I like that. And also, um, unfortunately, when we go on vacation, I don't, I don't know the science. I'm impressed that there is, there is a science, but anyway, there's science for everything. Research it for one of the TV shows I was on one time. Aha, mm-hmm. there you go. Yeah. There's, there's also a shaving off at the end of a vacation of preparation to come back. Mm-hmm. And so there, yes. a, a vacation is actually squished in at the ends. Like you think you're gone for seven days, but actually you're probably not. And it's only when you kind of go over the hump and you let go that you begin to experience full relaxation. And sometimes that is, that is the cure, like, you know, vacation sex Mm -hmm. or um, going to some different place, like, you know, Tahiti for a week, which really reboots you because it's so different from what you're used to. Mm -hmm. And it's so different from what feels like, oh yeah, I know what's going to happen next. It's that I know what's going to happen next that I think deadens us and especially in bed. (laughs) So this Mm -hmm. is a tip for anybody listening. Don't let your partner think, oh, I know what he, she, they are going to do next. Uh Uh-uh. Get clever and be exciting. Lovely tip. Thank you for that tip. (laughs) Yeah. So Beyond the travel, the other thing I was thinking about too is, you know, you mentioned in your three-part memoir about Dr. Robert, who was your co-founder for Sex Coach You. And I was one of the last people who actually got the chance to do their discovery call with Dr. Robert. He is the reason that I felt like Sex Coach You was going to be the place for me. And touching. I will never forget him. I'll never forget you and the impact that both of you have had on my life. And I'm so glad that I heard Maisha Babbles podcast and that she talked about how she became a sex coach. And that that night I got on my computer and looked you up and was like, Ooh, yes, yes. I could do this. I can do this. I know I can do this. That's right. And Robert was, um, you know, he was, he, he could walk, he could walk in a room and light it up. He was one of those people, but he always had, I don't know if you know this, he had this really cool expression. 
He used to say, see if I get this right. <laughs> I'm the power and she's the light. Aww. And I used to cry when he would say that. He would say that at our live events. We used to lead SAR, mm -hmm. which is the sensitivity training in human sexuality. And now I wrote the book with Dr. Robert, which came out uh, actually, interestingly enough, three weeks before he died. The book was published. And that's the guidebook for how to design and lead a successful one of those trainings. And it's really a guidebook for how to be a great group leader and design workshops, stuff like that. But SAR is this amazing experience and it's meant to really push your buttons and, mm -hmm. and check out your values, your attitudes, your belief system, where your moments come from, where your <laughs> oh moments come from. And it be exposed to the expression of this cross section of the diversity of human sexuality through people and media and, and group process. And, and he, he, he was so generous with his love about not only me, because he was, but also about the, our students and our graduates and the mission that Sex Coach U represented. You know, this was really the organization of it was really his intention. I was the one who, who really developed the content, the training, the education, the, the, the modules, you know, the this, the that. And he was the one who made it all happen. He's the one who constructed the business side of it before he died. And then I took it over. But he was, he was really a, an amazing person who had been a Hollywood actor, very successful. He had done something like over 400 commercials on television. That's a lot, by the way. Mm -hmm. And he also was a documentary filmmaker and a filmmaker at large. He had a degree in filmmaking and he was very, very talented as a visual artist. And he also was, I don't know if you know this, he was a dinosaur expert. <laughs> I you love that. It, no, no, but I one time wanted to become a paleontologist. So no well, wonder it was drawn was. to him. He was a, a vertebrate, vertebrate paleontologist, right? Vertebrate, not invertebrate. That. And he was dino guy. And we even had a show on cable TV for a while where he was dino guy. And I mean, he was so much fun to have as a partner. I loved him dearly. And then he wanted to become, his dad was a doctor and he always grew up saying, I want to be a doctor. So in 2006, I think it was, he went to the Institute in San Francisco where I earned my doctorate before and where we both became Dean of Students, interestingly mm. enough, eventually. And he got his PhD and he became the sex doctor that he was. And mm -hmm. so, you know, what, what an interesting journey it has been to be present to that and to carry on our shared legacy. That's really yeah. what, what we're doing here. And you're a part of that. It's, so, it's just wonderful that we're having this conversation today. The ripple effects that are going around the world for the work that, that you and he have both done are amazing, mm. really, truly. I've built up such a wonderful network with other sex coach you people. I've had yeah. a lot of other students on here. Uh, you know, I message regularly with some of them. We support each other's work and pages and content. And yeah, it's, it's really beautiful. And I'm glad to be a part of it. And it is a family. You know, I mm -hmm. say that it's not a marketing cliche. It is a global family. And you meet people, especially if you have the opportunity. And we don't open SAR to the public. We really have SAR for professionals, any kind of professional working in any aspect of sexuality. And now they're virtual because of the world, the pandemic. Thank you. Mm -hmm. um, they may go back to in-person, but now I've trained an A-team, one of whom is in Poland, one of whom is in Germany. The two of them co-facilitate and lead these amazing events. And I lead the live one. So the live one is six days and nights. We live together in like a Tantra dorm mm -hmm. <laughs> in, the middle of, in the middle of the woods of Poland. And um, I've led seven of them so far. And of course, because of the world crisis we're in right now, 
we can't really plan to get back to the woods of Poland at the moment. We will though, eventually we will. And, the, and those are also open only to sexuality professionals and they're a deep dive. That's the Heal the Healer event where you really clear your stuff and you really, really become free. It's so beautiful. I love that. That's my favorite thing to do other than writing and talking to you. <laughs> well, while I have not been to the woods of Poland, to uh cleanse with you all i do look forward to it one day one day one, one day, day absolutely yes so dr patty i'm just i'm curious we've talked about a lot of things today and while you are leaving sex coach you in wonderful hands what is some of the best advice that you think that you can give someone who's wanting to be in the field of human sexuality I think that the most important thing is, first of all, I am leaving Sex Coach U. I am the founder of an entire profession. And I say that with humility, people. Mm -hmm. um, I am the mother of sex coaching as mm -hmm. its own profession. And mm -hmm. our program is incredible. It, it's not just me and my brain that created it. It's, it's all the years that we've polished it and, and made this into the most comprehensive, most powerful program possible. And it's using our model, which is a very, very concrete, holistic model and approach, mm -hmm. including that business side. So I, mm -hmm. I guess my advice is get trained appropriately. I have yeah. this pet yeah. peeve that I talk about called the Humpty Dumpty effect. And I say, please do not ever commit the Humpty Dumpty effect. What is Humpty Dumpty? was a kid's nursery rhyme. Humpty Dumpty sat on a wall. Humpty Dumpty had a great fall. All the king's horses and all the king's men and women couldn't put Humpty together again. Humpty was an egg. And so don't ever commit the crime, please, anyone, of cracking open a client unless you're fully trained, properly trained, you're competent, and you have everything in your power that you know you can offer that client to put themselves back together again. That is my hope. I think credentials matter. I think our marketplace is actually a marketplace because it's a global online marketplace where the two dirty, I used to teach safer sex and I used to say to my groups, I I'm going to tell you the two dirtiest words in the English language. And they're like, oh, what are you going to say? You know, <laughs> sex doctors, you got to say something really disgusting. I say, people lie. If people lie, well, then credentials really matter. So get credentialed, get the training you really need and find a family that can support you. Not, not, I don't mean your biological family. I mean, a global family of support, just as you were talking about. It's one of the greatest things I take pride in is I've created this incredible extended family through Sex Coach U and, and it, it's sustaining itself. And it's growing. And I just, I, you know, my work could be, I could say my work is over this moment and I've left my legacy. I could, and I have more to do, so I won't, <laughs> but that's, that's my tip for anybody become a freedom fighter with Kristen and me. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. I mean, I did a lot of research when I, I, mean, I listened to that podcast. I was like, yes, I could do this profession and, and sex coaching. You certainly went to the top of my list. It was the first one that I researched, but then I of course looked around. And yeah. when I interviewed with Dr. Robert for my discovery call, I talked to, I think it was three other schools and one right away. I was like, no, this feels so like salesy. No, thank you. Um, yeah. and then the other two, just, they weren't quite a right fit for a couple of reasons. But I just felt like I found my people with Sex Coach You. And the more that I researched it, I mean, again, full disclosure, if you do go to my code on any of my social media about, you know, want to be a sex coach, like if you go through that, like, yeah, if you signed up, I would get a commission. Like I'm, you know, just full disclosure there. But yeah, that's great. Yeah. But um, I am so proud to tell people about Sex Coach You. I want people to understand that, this is, it is a commitment to do this program and that when you get done, you are not just someone who understands how to talk about sex positions. You are prepared to talk about how to help people reclaim their lives yeah. and to move forward and to be happier, healthier human beings. 
Like we work, we work magic. We really truly do. And, you know, we're, we're secret holders um, in so many different ways. Sex is, I have this phrase I use, sex is layered, complex, and deep. Mm-hmm. And it is. And I train people to get to the core of self because our sexual self lives in the core of self. And if we can connect with that, with our clients, we can change everything. If you can change the center of that person's sexual patterns that aren't working and put them into a pattern that works, that flows, that brings them joy and flow and freedom and pleasure and health and, you know, go on and on and on ripple effect, you've changed their life. And so I see our sexuality as the center of the bullseye, not some circle way out there. And I think that we really are, we're saving marriages, we're saving lives, and you got to know how to do it. It's not simple. (laughs) It's really not. It's really, it's really not. I absolutely, as you say, we're saving marriages. I love, I love taking a couple that's like, you know, like we, we love each other, but man, just not connecting. And then, yeah, you get to the point where you're kind of looking at each other going, well, you, y'all have done great. You're, you're on the path that you want to be on. You're, you're feeling better. You're feeling connected. Like you're kind of ready to just go out and do the thing and be on your own. They're like, yeah, we, we really kind of are. Like, that is the moment yeah. that I live for. Well, also to say, you know, five years later, um, when I get an email or, um, you know, it's funny. I, I, I have a postal box in a town I don't live in because I used to live there and get my mail and I never changed mm. it. And that's where uh. I get some of my mail. And I went and I got my mail a couple of days ago and I, I look and there's a card in it. And it tells you how long it's been since I got my mail. It's a birthday card from November. <laughs> it's one of my original clients from 1996. Mm. I have clients who year after year after year send me a birthday card or who'll tap me sometimes, you know, send me a WhatsApp or whatever and say, I was thinking about you and, you know, you changed my life when you said fill in the blank. And I go, I said that. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've had that too. You know, when you're a really good coach and you make, I think we're both very good at making analogies. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes, yes. That sometimes we just say something because it just it fits in the moment, and we're just in the flow of helping that person, and we don't even realize when we have said something incredibly profound. Oh I've God. had that moment too. Like, granted, <laughs> I've, I've not been in practice since 1996, but I I know that one day I'm going to start having that that happen where I have those clients come back and say, you know, like you helped yeah. us so much with this other issue. Well, this thing has now come up or That's my, right. my spouse passed away and I'm ready to get out and date again, but you yes. helped me back in the day. I know those moments are going to happen. And I, I have definitely had those times where even just on social media clients reach back out like, Hey, I saw this and thought about you. You know, I I think that as with a great therapist or a great anybody who's your practitioner, when you have it, sex is so intimate. I don't mean it's intimacy necessarily, but our relationship is intimate. Mm -hmm. It's so, our clients are very vulnerable in our presence. Talking Mm -hmm. about this deep, essential part of self (laughs) is very intimate. And yes, many of our clients and our students have never talked about it before or have never felt safe enough that they could actually disclose certain parts of who they are as sexual persons or want to be as sexual persons. And so there's just something Mm -hmm. that happens in our relationship with our clients that truly is intimate, that like we're their ally, we're we're a partner on that journey to their having their fulfillment toward expansion, toward that sexual freedom for themselves and their world. And so there's something that gets locked in, in the relationship that doesn't ever go away. So mark my words, 10 years from now, you're going to have people who are your current clients, whatever the social media is, (laughs) you know, they'll probably, I don't know what the technology will be, but some hologram (laughs) will show up on your doorstep um, in a spaceship anyway, um, and say, you know, I'll never forget when, oh, it's me. You know, just Mm -hmm. now I'm in this situation in my life and I, and it's beautiful. So our relationships, they're so authentic. 
I think that's part of the values that I'm about. Uh, it is always has been. Yes. Um, and I think that's part of what our training offers is an opportunity for our our students and our graduates to actually show up in the world authentic and yeah. to bring that to the client so the client can find their authentic self. It's again, not a marketing meme or cliche. It's real. Oh, it's a hundred percent real. There's there has really only been a handful of times that I have felt like I've not been able to connect with a client, but it's yeah very real when you don't connect with a client and you just, you feel the space between you. Um, and I've had to learn to listen to, you know, whether it's on an initial call or I'll try to, maybe if I'm not so sure about someone, I'll try to make sure I, I don't want to sell them eight sessions. If like, maybe we need to start with like a couple sessions and see how this goes. Absolutely. I would, I would, if for both of our sakes, I would much rather that person talk to somebody else that they do connect with. And, and like, I've got to be able to feel for this client. I mean, not trying to be judgy here. Say, Hey, we already went on the political scope early on. Like if you are anti LGBT or you're racist, you're not gonna like me. <laughs> so <laughs> that's right. Like we're not going to be a fit. No, I, Yes. I had a client that said something that was like, oh, and there it is. Um, And I was really, really thankful they were at the end of their package. And I was not interested in selling them any more sessions. Yeah. And I think there's, um, you know, part of what we role model is also setting healthy boundaries in life. Yeah. And again, it's that our sexual story or sexual self is in the core. So it's like the center of the bullseye. And as we change into healthy patterns and empowered patterns, those radiate outward into everything. And that's part of the the joy and the thrill actually of helping people. So, Mm -hmm. you know, knowing when to quit, (laughs) knowing when it's time to say, I've taken you as far as I actually can. And I care about you enough to say that to you. Mm -hmm. And I'm happy to give you some referrals to carry you further or in this direction you want to go that I can't go with you. I think that's really what you're talking about as well. Yeah, absolutely. We've got to listen to our instincts when it comes to what our boundaries are, but we do also, we owe it to that other person to give them the chance to have a connection with someone else that will better serve them. It's going to help everyone in that situation. I, it's the bless and release attitude. Like I wish her no ill will. I just hope that she grows. You're so kind and sweet. Everyone (laughs) listening. (laughs) This is the perfect sex coach. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to elicit good karma in the universe, you know? That's really funny. So here's my, my belief is also that we attract who we're meant to attract. Yeah. You know, I don't look at our competition at sex coach as competition. I look at them as cooperative components of the universe and they're going to draw people who are the people meant to go with them. Mm-hmm. And sex coach, you will draw the people meant to go with us. Yeah. Same thing with clients, clients who are meant to be with us are going to find us and be with us. And I, I take very few clients now. I'm only in my private practice at the moment, seeing clients on Zoom mm-hmm. uh, who are referred by their psychotherapist because mm. I'm, I'm an elder and mm. I, I, I actually, you know, sex could you is a fairly large business. So mm-hmm. until I tap dance away, I'm busy. <laughs> doing yeah, that. yeah. And it's a different part of my brain that is the manager or CEO of sex could you, as opposed to that clinician, that educator, that healer, that nurturer who is sitting one-to-one or one-to-two or three with clients on zoom, helping them through their healing journey. So it's, it's different. And, and I, I enjoy my client work. I, I don't ever want to give that up. It's just so rewarding for me. And it, it, I think anyone who is teaching, well, this is a controversial thing I'm about to say, but anyone who is teaching anything should also be doing it. Mm -hmm. And I once had a ballet teacher years and years ago, I was studying ballet as, you know, a hobby not to be a ballerina and I'm too little. And <laughs> this woman um, was quite overweight and wouldn't dance. She wouldn't, she wasn't dancing at all. And she was the teacher and a choreographer. And my sister, <laughs> I have a 
sisters who've done stuff with me, right? She was in the ballet class as well. And we used to say, I wonder why, whatever this woman's name is, Judy. Um, I wonder why she wants to be a teacher when she doesn't want to dance in front of us at all or show us anything. And then one day we got it that she was a brilliant teacher and a brilliant choreographer. She didn't have to be a brilliant ballet dancer. Mm. And so it was, a, it was a shift for me. And yet I think when it comes to something so dynamic and ever changing as our work and sexuality, you know, if we're not on top of this horrible, horrible law you're talking about of criminalizing, mm-hmm. addressing an ectopic pregnancy, which can very readily kill the woman or some of the other erosion examples of sexual freedom and, and sexual health opportunity, mm-hmm. then um, we're, not, we're not doing our job. Correct. Yes. <laughs> I do my best to make sure that I'm calling my elected officials and not just mine. I'm calling around the state. I'm calling other districts. I'm calling on multiple levels of government. I'm friends with the mayor. I make sure that he knows what I'm thinking about things. But uh, I, I also am not afraid to try to get my clients or my social media following my business pages activated and let them know what I think that they should be doing. And I don't, I don't get any messages from people telling me that I should or shouldn't be that political on my business page. Um, if they don't like yeah, what I have to say, yeah. they just leave and my following continues to grow. So <laughs> I yeah. hope, I hope yeah. that we just keep doing the things that we need to do to make positive impacts on the world. And that again, our, our ripples continue outward. And we haven't even talked about the four letter word. You know, which one now I actually, I kind of like, if only there was video and people could see me like raising my eyebrows going, oh, which, which, <laughs> which one love mm-hmm. we haven't talked about love at all. And the world needs love mm-hmm. and we all need love. And I think that that's a really important message to kind of conclude this with is sex does not necessarily equal love. That's very important to understand. And sex for sex Mm -hmm. sake is fine as long as it's with consent and you're consciously choosing. Mm -hmm. But love is an energy and our world is really suffering right now on so many levels. And we need to be more kind. We need to be more gentle, more loving to one another and to ourselves. And it's a soapbox speech. <laughs> that is a good point to end this conversation on. Absolutely. Well, I love you, Dr. Patty. Oh. And I've loved this conversation today. And I I do. I want to get out in the world and I want to spread love. I want to help people, you know, and feel empowered. And I want to help change people's lives. And yes, it really truly can only be from a place of love that we, yes. we do those things. And you are, and I am, and anybody listening, you can do that too. You know, send it out. It is a wave. It is real. It is energy. Uh, it is something that can assuage some of the aching pain that is plaguing our planet, whether it's the planet itself or people in a war zone in a tragic, horrible, absolutely un- Uh, substantiated invasion and war or uh, dealing with a pandemic and the world that has changed because of that and our contraction and our our fear and our awkwardness with one another. We need human touch. We need human connection and we need to come from love. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yes. So may you have all of those things in your life. Everyone listening, go out in the world and show other people some love. You got it. Thanks so much, sweetheart. Thank you. Thank you. So tell, tell the audience, if you would, please, how they can find you and how they can find sex coach you. Uh, Well, I am at my own name, drpattybritton.com. I'm sure you can show it on your page and sex coach you is sex coach letter you.com. That's our online training organization that is 
in transition right now. So anyone who's interested, you can learn more by jumping over there. And um, who knows what the future holds? <laughs> I don't. I don't have. I don't have a crystal ball right now. Uh, I just know that those of you who want to know more about my work in the world and follow me, jump over to my site at drpattybritton.com and sign up for my newsletter, and I'll keep you posted. Thank you for that. Absolutely. I'm on the newsletter. I love staying Yay. up to date on what you got going. So I, I still on occasion pop in your DVDs that you did with the Alexander Institute. Oh, and they're, you know, DVDs are OUT. We haven't had DVDs in a long time. They're <laughs> all know. streaming, everybody. Um, they were DVDs when they first were made, but now all of the programs at lovingsex.com, which is also the Alexander Institute, they're all streaming. And they're fun. They're, they're adult. They're, they're, you know, explicit adult sex ed and yes. adults need it. <laughs> you know, they, we're not taught how to be great lovers. So those, those programs help do that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I still have a DVD player, but I'm in my forties. So, I mean, I've just yeah. kept around. I still have my original Nintendo in a drawer here. It still works. <laughs> So, well, I do. I have a Blu-ray attached to my very smart TV. <laughs> I don't know if I remember how to use it, but I have it. <laughs> well, uh, I wish you all the best. I, I will talk to you soon since we stay in touch, but um, thank you thank again you so, so much. much. And thank you. I really enjoyed speaking with you. All right, honey. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Keep Them Coming with Open the Doors Coaching. Please rate, subscribe, and share this podcast and check the show notes for stuff we talked about during the episode. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Clubhouse, and TikTok, but visit my website if you want more information about me and my coaching services. You can join my safe for work or not safe for work email list, which I call the dirty bird. If you want less censored content about sex and relationships and want to know what I'm up to, please subscribe to that list. Send me an email, Kristen at Open the Doors Coaching, if you have a question, want to book a session, or want more information on my upcoming workshops. My theme song is original music by M. Kusa. Until next time.